Welcome to HomeWise, a podcast of Highlands Ministries. Wisdom is essential in building a strong family and home life. Proverbs says that a wise woman builds her house and a foolish woman tears it down. I'm Steve, and I'm here with Kara Murphy, my wife and the mother of our 10 children, ages 3 to 20. I've been blessed with a wise and godly wife, and over the years I've learned that Christian women appreciate her perspective and need encouragement to rise above the folly of our culture and be home wise. Okay, well, we come to the third in this four-part series on marriage and courtship and preparing your children. And, of course, we're doing this because uh, with having just married two children off, we've figured it all out. <laughs> we are the experts. Yeah, yeah, got it all down. It went perfectly both times. So we're just going to share with you everything. Here, and do you have your – this is the six steps. Yeah, you'll be relieved to know that we figured it out. And in 20 minutes, we're going to give it all to you. Man, I wish we'd had this. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, if you believe that, I have a bridge in Brooklyn I'd like to sell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's about it. Uh, now, courtship, what a difficult subject to talk about. Uh, but that's where we are. We want to talk about uh, why courtship. Right. Well, you know, it's. let's start with the basics. We don't really like the word courtship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a shorthand way of talking about what we do with our children. But we don't, I wish I could come up with a new word and maybe I'll coin the right phrase and, and we'll, we'll change that out someday. Um, so that's a, that's a little bit of a challenge, but. Well, the word's not in the Bible. Right. Uh, the principles that we use are drawn from scripture. Right. Uh, but other people use the same principles and draw some different Conclusions. Conclusions, or yeah. might call it something different. Yeah, and that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. The point here is not that we um, that, that we define what courtship is or that we lay out the perfect way of doing it or explain how it's to be done. Right. Uh, but that we're all thinking biblically about this, that there's some sanity yes. here mm-hmm. uh, in the midst of this, because this can be a, an emotionally tumultuous time in, in very good emotions and very bad, very right. painful Right. Let's um, start. I wanted to just real quick, you know, 20 minute podcast isn't going to cover or even two 20 minute podcasts is not going to cover a ton. But we were tremendously helped by Marion Lovett's series on courtship. Yeah. And that's from Heritage, a, Heritage Church in Centerville, Tennessee. You can find that if you go into their Covenant Conversations link, you can find teaching on courtship that he did. It was very, very good. It was very helpful. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to listen to it and agree with everything he says. Mm-hmm. But we found, um, although I think we agreed with most of what he said, um, but we found that even when the time for courtship came, having both sets of parents and both young young man and the young woman listen to that together mm-hmm. gave points of conversation. You know, you don't know what you don't know. Mm -hmm. And so you don't even recognize what your expectations are and what their expectations are and how those might clash. Mm -hmm. So by listening to this, it at least gets you started on some conversation of what's this thing called courtship? What's it going to look like for our families? What's it going to look like for our kids? What are our standards? How do we want to proceed? And that may be different Mm -hmm. than what Pastor Lovett says, but it'll at least give you the ability to have conversation about it. Yep. yep. Um, so, and also, like I said, he just goes way deeper 
and it's it's real good. At the same time, I would like to see any uh, church do what he did. I'd like to see all of our churches come to talk about a biblical perspective of finding a mate, mm-hmm. how to go about doing that. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I love is that almost every example in scripture is a little different. Some of them are very different, Mm -hmm. but they're all a little different. Mm -hmm. And so that's the first thing that we need to emphasize. (coughs) Even though we may use this broad term of courtship for what we do, this looks very different. Every situation is different for every family. And not only each son, each daughter, each son-daughter parents, but also now you have two families coming together all with their own thoughts and experiences and expectations. And so the courtship that one of our sons has may look very different than the courtship that another one of our sons has, depending on the situation and the circumstances. So, you know, you may be dealing with a traditional husband, wife, child. I use child as an adult child, you know. Mm -hmm. But the other family may have a widowed mom or may have a dad and no mom, or may have, you know, uh, a child that's not living in their parent home. And, you know, so there's just a lot of variety, even just in the circumstances, which is why there's, there can't be a formula. The way courtship works for young people who are 18 to 22 year old, years old, and the way courtship works for people who are 28 to 32 years old, is going to be very different because mm-hmm. you're dealing with completely different levels of maturity, completely different, in some ways, completely different issues. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so it's going to look different. And then, of course, there's just the individual differences. Just different personalities of, of our sons and daughters should tell us that none of this is going to be like, this is the cookie cutter way of doing this. Yeah. Yeah. At the same time, we don't abandon biblical principles. And that's where we feel safe. We've got to be safe in knowing that we're always trying to apply biblical principles to the situation. Yeah. So it's not like this free-for-all, everybody does what's right in your own eyes either. No. But at the same time, if it looks different for you and you and you, that's good. Yeah, this is where I really think that Romans 14 is, I think it's verse 23. It's the end of the chapter, is incredibly appropriate. Uh, in that chapter, Paul's talking about... Um, the weaker brother, for in this case, is talking about food and drink that some people partake of and some won't. And the point is that uh, at the very end of the chapter, the last verse, whatever doesn't proceed from faith is sin. That's right. And so um, as we look at courtship, dating, betrothal, uh, That's- all of these options, um, it has to proceed from faith. Right. Uh, you can see courtship that that on the exterior looks like it's a wonderful, biblical, beautiful thing, but what's driving it is fear. Mm-hmm. And what's underlying is all these concerns about things we have to avoid. Right. And that is not coming from faith, and courtship can be a sinful thing. Uh, and, and on the other hand, somebody can date in a, and I would say in a controlled dating situation, <laughs> Purposeful uh, dating, I think they're calling purposeful, it. Purposeful, yeah, okay. And 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 be doing it in faith, and I'm not talking blind faith. Well, we're just gonna trust these kids. Because, <laughs> you know, I'll call come on, come on, parents, let's just remember 
I, uh, but maybe I think sometimes I just think you and I are more sinful. That's right. Just think, you know. Or maybe we just have better that, memories. But that's not that's not sinful. But neither is eating your lawnmower. It's just <laughs> stupid. Come on. So so yeah, that can be done in faith, and we got to be okay with that, right? Uh, because the point is not whether you eat or you drink; it's that you do these things in faith. And if you're not doing them in faith, it's it's sinful. And so and so when you do it in faith, you can latch that onto biblical principles, right? You don't. Let your children date because you think this courtship thing is weird and you don't want to be too weird. Right. You don't do because this. Because after all, you would look different from the world. Wouldn't right. that be terrible if you were separate and right. not and part of the world? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So so you want to build all these things on biblical principles. That's the point I wanted to make. Absolutely. And, you know, going a step further, one of the things that we have tried to implement is, if you will, a universal standard. We do not have a different standard for a man and a woman not in the same family. A man and a woman who are courting or or not married. I'll give an example. Um, we would think it would be inappropriate for me to ride in a car alone with another man, not you or my sons, uh, my father, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so that just sets up a lot of possibilities of problems. Um, I would not meet another married man down at Starbucks to have coffee. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I mean, maybe other people have different standards, but our standards for our married and our singles, we try to keep them the same. Mm-hmm. So just as, you know, I would not ride alone in a car and, and with a, another married man, I also wouldn't send my unmarried daughter off with either a married or unmarried man mm-hmm. that was not her husband. I just wouldn't. So trying to, it's it's like one of the things we've done in our culture is we've created multiple standards as if somehow you're not above approach if you do it when you're married, but you are when you aren't married. And in a lot of ways, it doesn't make any sense at all. I mean, at least you're talking about a happily married man who has a great relationship with his wife, Mm -hmm. but really you're going to send a young man and a young woman who are both at, at a time in their lives when they are driven to seek that person that God has for them yeah. and wholeness, you know, and looking for even sometimes in the wrong way, you're going to send them off by themselves. Yeah. And Yeah, so some common sense biblical principles. Uh, the chief in all of this being love your neighbor as yourself. So one of the things we teach our young men is to, and this is this is getting into just a little bit of our next podcast, but that's to look at this young lady like, like she's your sister. Yes. And our and our daughters look at this young man like a brother. Yes. So, and I'm not wanting to get into navigating it as much as as the the environment that we're trying to create here as we talk about courtship. That's right. Because they are your brother and sister in Christ. Yeah. And even throughout the courtship period. They may or may not be the person God has for you. Yeah. So you may be, you know, <clears throat> you may be sitting on that porch swing next to, you know, John Smith's wife. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so you need to treat her as such, you know, that she is not just, um, she's not yours. And so you don't treat her as yours yeah. until such time as you have a vow to care for her. Yeah. Now that's hard. 
Absolutely. Because uh, a successful court, well, let's talk about what a successful courtship is. Yes. And I, um, I think Pastor Levitt makes this point in his, his thing. And I think maybe at the first time I, I really thought about it. Yeah. But the purpose of a successful courtship is to decide if someone is the person God has for you, which means if the answer is no, that is not a broken courtship. Yeah. That is a successful courtship. Yeah. Because it has answered the question. Are we supposed to be the two that get married? Yeah. And so a successful courtship can end in engagement or it can end in, I wish you well, and I'll be praying that God brings that person to you that he has for you. Right. And it can be hard when you are in the middle of that and you might think it's moving in a good way. <clears throat> it can be especially hard for the young man, I know. Well, it can be really hard. That's been hard. our experience. But for yeah. a young lady, wow, you know, young ladies' hearts are so tender and they can just be taken. Yes. And so it can be really hard. So, so there is a, there is a balance that you play there as you, as you think about a courtship as it's going on for several weeks and it maybe gets into months. These two are maybe bonding now. And yet you're having to tell your son or your daughter, that person is not yours. Right. I appreciated one of the things that our sons both communicated to us was that they both got to the place where they wanted what's best for that other person. I want what's best for her, even if it isn't me. Yeah. And I'm sure they had to continually remind themselves. I'm sure it was a daily mantra. But I do believe that they both genuinely believed, I want what's best for her, Mm. even if it's not me. Mm. And if both sets of parents and both the young man and the young woman can continue to have that, then, then you've got a real foundation because then you're, you're really loving somebody. Mm-hmm. You're considering others' interests ahead of your own. Mm-hmm. You're looking at that. Um, and so that is a very good foundational principle to, to approach courtship with. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's most of, oh, we were going to talk a little bit about what we've done. We only we have two married sons, uh, both. Yeah, so just talk through them practically. Yeah, just just a little bit, just yeah. our experience. It doesn't yeah. have to be too in depth, but yeah. Um, let's see. Luke is our second son, and he was ready. You know, from what we thought, he was ready before his older brother. Um, Maybe mostly because his older brother had that, that accident. traumatic brain injury, right, yeah. and had to yeah. like learn to walk again. Set him back for about a year. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, and for us, that meant a level of financial security, a job, um, some money in the bank, some sp- obviously lots of spiritual maturity, a so lot that, of so that we would see he's ready. Yes. Yeah. So we said he was ready, and then so then we had a lot of conversation Mm -hmm. and it wasn't just you and me and him his older siblings were in on some of the conversation even my parents were in on some of the conversation Mm -hmm. and god very obviously directed this is the young this is a young woman that has the 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 things that you're looking for in a young woman yeah um in both of our son's case after we talked and prayed about it for a while they went to the father, and uh, that's one thing I think we're going to talk about in the next one, I guess, is the navigating. But they went to the father and had conversation, and that, for, with both of them, there were a couple of conversations that happened. Yeah, at and, least. And, um, 
And just that initial conversation, I'll tell you what, your strength of your son's character is tested in that first conversation because you're going to a adult, you know, man and, you know, one of them, you know, the fathers can be very intimidating. Yeah. And they should be because their job is to protect their daughters. And, but you're going to this man and you're saying, I'm interested in your daughter. I'm interested in courting your daughter. These are all of the reasons why, and both the boys had thought through very thoroughly why they thought that that young, that particular young woman would be a godly wife for them particularly. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a sort of, well, they're just a godly person and I'm a godly person and it'll all work out. It was, I see these strengths and I see this and I see these being ways that we would get along well. And these are the things that would be good together. And um, there was some conversation and then they both gave permission for our sons to court. Now, one of the things that we believe in is a fairly short courtship and fairly short engagement. Um, partly because once those emotions get involved, it's like a snowball rolling downhill. Yeah. And we didn't want to put our sons and our daughter in the way of physical temptation. Now, now one thing we should say in, in just in, by way of context, is these were both young ladies in our church that yes. the boys were seeing at least once a week. Yes. Just in the normal course of life. Good point. Because, because if it was a long distance courtship, I can definitely see where that can take a lot longer. Yeah. Although I will say that, um, one of the young women, uh, one of our daughters in laws, um, left and she and our son corresponded via messenger. Uh-huh. And once they were, once they got to a certain point and they were given permission to do that, and I feel like they, like, they covered so much. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, they, they had, and I would really appreciate both young women had great questions that they asked our sons and our sons had questions for them. And they, you know, they, they had a lot of conversation and a lot of, what do you believe about this? What do you think about this? And, you know, it doesn't mean y'all have to agree on everything, but it's sort of a, can I live with that? Can yeah. I live with his view on this? Yeah. Is that Something that I think, okay, yeah, I can, I can go with that. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm thinking, um, I was trying to think just generality, the lengths. They both had about four or five month courtships. At the longest. And then three, four. Three or four month engagement. Three months. Well, I think five month engagement and then more like four, three to four months engagements. Courtship and engagements. Yeah, I was just trying to kind of give a, a generalities, and but that was a good point. They were here in our church, and and that again has to be unique, has to be according to what's going on. I would think it would be very different if it you were, will be unique. Yeah, you know, it would be very different if if one had been long distance and how that had worked. Yeah, um, but what what we didn't want is um, not sending a son who's not ready yet. Yeah, we don't we don't we don't put him on layaway. Don't put the, you know, we don't like, oh, I'm interested, but I'm not really ready. But, you know, can, you know, no, 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 no. <laughs> that's not, that's not how it works. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's a little bit of what we've done. Um, so really what we need to get to now is navigating courtship. Yeah. Right? I think so. Okay. Well, that'll be our next one. Hello, friends. I hope you enjoyed this episode of HomeWise with Steve and Kara Murphy. If you have a moment and you are of the mind, please 
make a donation to Highlands Ministries to help support these podcasts. Uh, you can go to the website at highlandsministriesonline.org and there's a Donate Now button. You can sign up for a one-time donation or a monthly donation. Any amount is appreciated, and if we get like a million monthly supporters, we will do this from the beach. <laughs>